0: hey hey friend it's mj gordon and i am taking your calls and questions at 424-249-9625 i am so excited to be here and answering your questions i know that my comment section has been gone for quite some time there was something going on with people abusing the comment section around videos with kids and my channel used to be a really big family channel so I have been trying to get it fixed, but sometimes the YouTube gods don't answer your prayers right away. So keep putting that good juju out and hopefully the comment section comes back. I do appreciate you guys taking the time to reach out and connect with me anyways, whether it's via email, through the newsletter, or on the DMs and Instagram, Facebook, and other social media. Means the community tab here on this channel works awesome. It's a great place to leave comments as well. And so I've hoped that in taking your calls, some of your burning questions can be answered and we can still have this dialogue together. So the first question that we have is from Buffsati on Instagram. He says, you have a lot of videos on YouTube, but I am yet to see one addressing the symptoms you had. I thought this was a great question because I talk a lot about adrenal fatigue and I talk a lot about my journey and my energy journey, my fitness and health, but I don't have anything that explains kind of in detail what the symptoms are. So the first thing that I think I really felt after my uh, adrenal crash so for those of you that are new um, my adrenal fatigue was caused by an overdose of hormones caffeine really poor diet and overworking overtraining and i had like an arrhythmia attack i don't know if you call it an attack but it felt like i was having a heart attack and um, and then i stopped all of those supplements steroids etc and had an over 24-hour nap (laughs) sleeping beauty experience, and woke up, thought it was the next day, ended up being the day after, and it was crazy. Um, And I felt totally normal. I just went back to work, tried going to the gym. I noticed some uh, losses in the gains that I had because I wasn't on the steroids that I was taking. But aside from that, everything seemed totally normal, um, except for the fact that I lost my period, and then a year later, my periods returned, and I experienced for the first time all those crazy PMS symptoms that people talk about. So prior to this, I didn't really have PMS symptoms. I might have been a little bit more agitated or um, just a little less motivated the day that my period arrived, but. Um, This time, it was so nuts. I was just bawling my eyes out. I craved ice cream. I was shoveling it down my face. My roommate came home and was like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel X, Y, and Z. And she's like, it sounds like you're PMSing. Is your period about to start? I'm like, I haven't had a period for a year. And sure enough, it started. And so I think that was the first craziest, obvious symptom. And since then, my PMS had been crazy every single month that I had it until until recently, and it, it depends on where I'm at now, but going off of the symptoms that I had, it was like crazy mood swings. So high reactions to sugar, high reactions to PMS, high reactions to um, stress. And so it, I would have these significantly High highs and then major crashes, low lows, which made me very uh, aggravated, very unmotivated, antisocial. My fears would kick up. I would start to not feel safe, you know, just kind of feel skeptical of everyone. Um, And it eventually moved in towards sleep issues. So, issues of Having difficulty going to bed, but then if I got woken up in the middle of the night having difficulty going back to sleep Sometimes I would wake up and my mind would just spin for two to three hours in the early mornings before I could go back to sleep But I never was able to really sleep in and I never really needed that much sleep as a child Or when I was younger, but I never had difficulty with sleep in this respect so that was really different as well as as it progressed and got worse, I started becoming very inactive. And when I mean very inactive, I was a performing athlete who went to the gym once or twice a day like it was religion. I always was out and about, very social, go, 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 just excited about everything. And I turned into this person who felt exasperated just at the thought of going up the stairs or having to go grocery shopping or attending some uh, big social get together or gathering and so it in a way it it made me backwards to who i was before i um just lost kind of a, a zest for life i mean i think because i was always active and just interested that was always there if I, if you were to compare me to like you know, just average plain Jane, but um, it wasn't the same way as who and how I was prior to all of this happening. And I think I didn't realize it because it just sort of came on slow. But I would force myself to work out, I would force myself to, to bike ride because I thought it was good for me and forced myself to eat healthy, and after some of these ex- especially more vigorous activities, I would come home feeling exhausted, extra aggravated and just extra stressed, which is so opposite to what you know exercise is supposed to do for you, which is release happy hormones and make you feel kind of light and uplifted and I just thought that maybe I was getting lazy or just old and unhealthy. I, I had no idea that something was really wrong with me. I I thought it was all inside my head. I know everybody's situation is different and everybody's gonna have different experiences and, you know, it's gonna respond a little bit differently, but I think for me it was really just not feeling like the person I know myself to be and other people noticing that I'm not the person they're used to me being. Those were some of the major, major symptoms that I had. Brain fog, um, antisocial, low sex drive compared to what I used to be, um, and just a lack of motivation and zeal that I had prior to experiencing all of it. So. I think that eventually what turned turned me was the notion of what if this isn't inside my head because I spent 10 years working on self-development and trying to improve my perspective, but what if it was something more? What if it was something that had was wrong with my actual body and this is why I wasn't able to get it fixed? Um, I thought I was eating well, I thought I was being healthy and forcing myself to do the right things but notice that the word is force and that is a lot of the reason why we talk about the things that we talk about here because once I started doing the studies and getting tested and I realized that so many of us are chronically fatigued and it's not due to anything necessarily being particularly wrong with us or taking a bunch of steroids and you know crashing the drills it doesn't have to be a specific event but the fact that our lifestyles currently and the way that we expect things out of ourselves and the way that we process and the way that our, you know, technology and our society calls on our attention 24-7, I realized that for me to get better, I had to change my lifestyle first. I had to simplify what was going on around me, and really learn how to get above the noise or away from it, so to speak, and create sort of my own safe haven—not only my environment, but within myself, within my health, and within the activities and the things that I did. And that's really what created the root of this channel. Energy is everything. I, I had everything, you know, I had an amazing supportive husband and family, had a thriving business, I look happy and healthy, people just always said, you know, I I wanna live like you, but they had no idea that I was really struggling with feeling like myself, and feeling even just happy and fulfilled with all of those things. I felt completely out of balance, and I had no idea why all the simple things seemed so difficult and impossible some days. And I think if you're not feeling like yourself or you're not enjoying the things that you used to or you're not feeling motivated or fulfilled by your life even though you see that there's a lot of good things or a lot of things that you're trying to create and do, then you should get checked. And I'm all about improving to live optimally, not just trying to survive but to thrive because when we are abundant ourselves, we have the ability to go out and help others become more abundant and contribute that abundance to whatever we want, our passions, our goals, our dreams, creating something meaningful towards our community or society, uh, contributing to our family, our children. Those sort of things I think are ultimately what is the most fulfilling and what creates a meaningful life. And without energy... You can have the best job, you can have the best body, you can have the best relationships, but when you don't have that physical driving energy, if you don't have your health, then it is so difficult to make all that happen. So that is really the root of this channel, and hopefully you get some uh, ideas and answers to that question. Thank you so much Buff Daddy for submitting that question. And let's go ahead and move on to the next question. Hey, MJ, this is Brett Coleman, and I wanted to see if you're offering some fun, healthy, quick recipes that can help get these adrenals back in shape. A lot of times, these recipes are so complicated, take more effort and, and time to bake them than it does to eat them, and it's kind of frustrating when you don't have energy. So, what do you have that can help people like like you once were and I am now, and although other people listening, That's a healthy state of mind, and body, spirit, yeah, Have this fun, uh, quick and easy recipe? That's my uh, question for you. Thank you so much, Brett, for submitting your question. I totally get this. When you are exhausted, it feels impossible to want to look up recipes and cook something good. And I did a meal prep, a couple meal prep videos, I'll link them down below, but meal prepping saved my life. And if you can afford uh, one of those meal subscription plans, I did that for a while too and loved that because that, just simplified everything. Now some of them are kind of pricey. Now I know our local grocery store here, if you're not worried about being organic or tracking your macros, um, sells local pre-made foods and I think that stores are starting to get better at providing some of that for us. But really, for me, there was a couple simple rules that I had to go by and these were rules based on my situation having very little cortisol production, suffering from adrenal fatigue. My body was still trying to kick it into gear, according to my hormone therapist. She really helped me dial down my diet because that was the biggest key in maintaining the blood sugar levels, which in my situation was what I was having a difficult time doing, not making the cortisol that I needed to make. So my blood sugars were tanking all the time and not having blood sugars that are elevated at the normal level is what causes us to feel so fatigued and exhausted I mean it is like one of the worst feelings in the world not having blood sugar and if you've ever worked out really hard to the point that you feel like you're gonna faint or throw up that's what low blood sugar feels like so meal prepping was huge for me but also some key rules that was really important was to not let the blood sugar levels drop so to not let myself go hungry not forgetting to eat I really had to be prepared that was so huge so taking snacks on the go was very very key for me and I can feel a mega difference right away in keeping myself well-fed number two biggest thing was to remove almost all types of sugar um, as far as glucose fructose goes not only simplified or processed sugar but including fruit sugar as well and I did this for about eight to ten months before I started reintroducing stuff back now my doctor told me that it was okay to um, have a handful of blueberries or one green apple a day one or other but being like a a overachiever i i didn't touch Fruit for like the first eight months, and then I started adding those things back in. That is probably the most difficult thing. Uh, fortunately, I've done sugar, I do sugar cleansed all the time. I have a low sugar diet, and so fortunately, it was so easy for me to get off of it. But I know that way back when I first had adrenal, started having adrenal fatigue, like big symptoms without even knowing it, I tried to do some candida cleanses, and it felt impossible to get off the sugar. So, my key tip for that is if you are gonna get off the sugar, bump up. Up the healthy fats and what I mean by healthy fats are like nuts um, for me it is bone broth because it's got so many healthy fats even salad dressings not my favorite but salad dressings that have a oil base in it and for now because your body is healing or I should talk in first terms because this is just me sharing what I had to do. Because my body was first healing, I was not worried about how much weight I gained or how skinny or fat I looked, like that wasn't even you know, something that I was worried about because I was just worried about getting healthy. So I let myself eat as much as I needed to eat. I let myself get the fats that I needed to convert. I'm not, I don't think you really can go ketogenic because the third thing is that I relied heavily on a mixture of grain-based, grain and veggie-based with some meat products. And that combination with every single meal was super, super Awesome. Quinoa didn't really seem to hold up my blood sugars as much, I just would notice that I would eat it or if my blood sugars were coming down and I would try to eat mostly quinoa, it might work for the first meal or two, but then if I was just only on quinoa for a couple days, my sugar levels would start crashing again. So rice, whole rice, brown rice, so wild rice, red rice, those sort of things were is still even today. Um, like, where's my rice? It's like the thing that I need to know that I have around because they really help stabilize the blood sugars very very well. But based on my very very minimal research, the resistant starches, as well as a certain level of healthy fats and proteins, are actually have to really help support the stress response within the body. And so I believe that's why this combination worked really well for me. So it taught me not to be so particular when it comes to food. If you're used to eating out at a restaurant every single time, if you're used to home-cooked meals and having a different meal every single time, this can get really boring. But at the same time, I think it is a really beneficial process to not have so much dependency on a complex variety of options of food that we can have at any given moment. I think it spoils us, I think um, it becomes hard to feed us, I think it's expensive, and I think ultimately it's not really good for our health to be so dependent on that. So I just reminded myself that this food was intended to feed me, heal me, and, um, and at that point I was so motivated to fix this issue that I had for 10 years, I mean it was, Literally ruining my life in the respect that I wasn't myself. I wasn't able to get the things done that I needed to get done. I was, I'd incurred this massive debt that I needed to face, didn't have the time or energy to do that on top of it. My husband and my family didn't feel like they were getting a lot of time, uh, quality time with me. And so everything was completely out of balance. And um, so that mo- mo- pure motivation is what really kept me just wanting to make sure that I fixed this and I fixed it for good. When I'm hungry, I eat and if you know the food that I wanted isn't there it's fine like it's the flexibility is awesome so that was a really great question Brett thank you for sending that we are now going to move on to our next question who is from Michelle I'm not sure if you've covered it or not but just uh, for simplicity's sake I was wondering if you had any suggestions for comfortable bras no underwires or you know I was just looking for your suggestions. Do you wear bras or do you wear a camisole as a bra? Because um, I'm looking to make some changes and wanted to find out. Uh, I've seen those, ones that just cover the front, um, uh, but there really is no bra involved, which looks really wonderful to me. So anyway, I was looking for your suggestions on bras. Uh, thanks, bye. Thank you so much for your question, Michelle. I love this question because it's so um, unique, I mean, it's something that I wouldn't have thought about talking about, but I realized that I put so much thought into my bras, actually. So it's a good question, and what I have here on the ground is actually a few of my bras. And so right now, the bras that I'm favoring, to answer your question, I don't use any normal bras. I don't even own a pair, a normal pair of bras. All I use are sports bras. If I could, I would totally go braless. Uh, <laughs> I can't get away with that, so I have to use bras. And my favorite one right now are these ones by Calvin Klein. Um, They're really inexpensive at Costco. They come in a pack of two, and I love them because of how light they are. I love the skinny straps. They fit so comfortably, but they're also very lean. And so I don't like feeling like I have a lot of clothes on. I live in hot weather and it's humid here, so these are my favorite. Also, I should mention that I love the cut because it works really well for low-cut shirts, v-necks, et cetera. It doesn't look like you're wearing like a big sports bra underneath. So these are my go-to. I have some Champion bras and I'm out of them. Like they're literally all in the dirty laundry right now. But if you go to Target, there is a Champion brand in their sports section. And I don't know about their quality now because these bras that I have are about four years old but they are in amazing shape. Like they look brand new and they're similar to these. These ones I don't think will hold up for three to four years to be just totally straightforward. Sorry, Calvin Klein, cause I can already see like frayings here. So I don't know how long I will keep this up for. I mean, like I said, they're very inexpensive, but the champion bras, are about the price of two of these. I think they're like 15 to $20, whereas these I think are 12 or 15 for a two pack. Um, But I was so surprised that they have held up for all these years, because when I bought them, I bought them to just buy a cheap whatever bra, and now they are, between these and the Champion bras, are my go-to bras. So I'm super impressed by those. And sometimes you just don't know until time, has told you know what is a really good item or not. The only other kind of bra I wear is if I'm doing like some crazy activity that involves a lot of bouncing or running, uh, going to the gym, and I want to just like secure myself a little bit more. And that is where I bring in these just kind of more. Um, Innovative or whatever you call them just made for working out bras. The, this is by Lorna Jane I like them because they are so hardy. These will last you forever I've had these forever just as long as a champion bras and they look brand new The other one that I'm really obsessed with late lately if um, you want to go a little bit more cost-efficient is Flow this uh, this is an awesome brand and i like flow because it's got that low cut so you can still use it under your normal clothes but they really hold everything together well and they're super super stinking cute and not very expensive as well so those are the two kinds of bras that i wear it's either my workout bras or just my everyday bras and i just love feeling comfy and light i you know i talk a lot about not spoiling ourselves so that we you know have the skill of of Being okay with discomfort and being okay with not having such particular preferences But <laughs> at the same time in simplifying my clothes I feel that I'm very spoiled with just being comfortable all the time that when I have tried to wear a normal bras or I've tried to Wear just like nicer more aesthetic clothes. I just want to go back to my comfy ones so that's something that I'm currently facing today like lately is on what part of the scale do I care to be, you know, aesthetically pleasing for myself versus just comfortable because I definitely don't want to just look like I rolled out of bed every single day. It is an interesting balance and I'd love to hear more conversation from you guys if you want to talk about it. Last but not least, because you guys have been here for a while. Um, A lot of you guys have been asking where I got my necklace. You guys have been seeing me on uh, Facebook or Instagram stories. This is a new necklace that I got. I have a friend who makes these necklaces here locally. This is amber. If you guys don't know about amber, these are the same beads they use for teething babies. Supposedly the amber resin um, absorbs into the skin and helps with anti-inflammatory and, anti-pain, what is that called? Like anti-pain properties. I'm not really sure if I notice a difference. Um, If I, I've never really like had a headache or something and put it on, I have, was sick, Uh, last week and used it all the time. I feel like I sleep better with it on, but it could be totally placebo. So I just love it so much. It's lightweight and it's amazing. And so if you guys are interested in this, I have asked her if she'd be willing to make some online. I'm trying to get her to start an online shop, but. I understand it can be overwhelming to sell online, but if you are interested in this, let me know, DM me on IG. Um, they She said she would be willing to make and sell them to you specifically, and especially for you, because you guys are my friends, um, so that you can get them. So. Thank you guys so much for being here i am so excited to have more dialogue with you and we all chat a lot i know for those of you guys that text me or email me we chat a lot and i love having these conversations so make sure that you continue to chat with me and so i'm not just talking at a camera with no comments below pray to the youtube gods that the comments will come back soon sometimes they come back for like a few hours and then i get to comment back and i don't know if you guys get them because then they disappear but thank you guys so much and remember if you have any questions and you want to be featured in these videos feel free to call or text your questions in at (laughs) 424-249-9625 thank you guys for being here i'll see you next time ciao